0: Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of organophosphate poisoning from the pharmacology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 60-year-old military officer presents after being attacked with nerve gas. He has increased salivation, lacrimation, and shortness of breath. He also reports involuntary urination and diarrhea. Physical exam reveals wheezing and constricted pupils. His clothes are removed and any remnant nerve gas is washed off his body. Atropine is given. Note that this is a case of organophosphate poisoning. Let's now go over a quick introduction about organophosphate poisoning. The clinical definition is organophosphate poisoning that results in increased acetylcholine activity. With regards to its epidemiology, the demographics includes farmers or other workers who are exposed to insecticides and industrial workers. The main risk factor is occupational exposure. In terms of its etiology, insecticides, nerve gas, ophthalmic agents, herbicides, and industrial chemicals are the main etiologies. Important insecticides that causes organophosphate poisoning to remember include malathion, parathion, and phenthion. Note that nerve gas is the most rapid and most severe etiology of organophosphate poisoning. Ophthalmic agents include echothiophate and isofluophate. Herbicides include meriphos and tribufos. And the main industrial chemical linked with organophosphate poisoning is phosphate. With respect to its pathogenesis, organophosphates irreversibly inhibit acetylcholine and block the metabolism of acetylcholine, resulting in increased acetylcholine activity. This causes an overstimulation of the muscarinic and nicotinic receptors. In terms of its prognosis, the prognosis is very good with treatment, though patients may require intubation before stabilization. Let's now go over the clinical presentation of organophosphate poisoning. The symptoms include salivation, sweating, rhinorrhea, and lacrimation. It also includes involuntary urination or defecation, nausea, diarrhea, and vomiting along with anxiety. The physical exam findings include wheezing from bronchospasm, meiosis and blurred vision, bradycardia and hypotension, fasciculations, and seizures. Note that there is a great acronym you can use to remember the various different physical exam and symptom findings related to organophosphate poisoning. It is spelled dumbbells. D-U-M-B-B-E-L-S-S. D stands for diarrhea. U stands for urination. M stands for meiosis. B stands for bronchospasm. The second B stands for bradycardia. E stands for excitation of systems. L stands for lacrimation. S stands for sweating and the second S stands for salivation. Now let's review the various different diagnostic studies used to diagnose organophosphate poisoning. In terms of lab diagnosis, this is typically not indicated but can be confirmed by measurement of red blood cell cholinesterase levels and plasma cholinesterase levels. Note that in terms of making the diagnosis, most cases are clinically diagnosed. Remember that a good differential to keep on your list in terms of the differential diagnosis is viral gastroenteritis, and the distinguishing factor for viral gastroenteritis is the fact that it primarily presents with gastrointestinal upset without other muscarinic and nicotinic effects of organophosphate poisoning. Let's now talk about the various different treatment modalities used to treat organophosphate poisoning. In terms of conservative treatment, the first step is to remove clothes and wash the patient. This is indicated in all patients. Note that this is also used for the protection of caregivers and other patients, as organophosphates can be absorbed through the skin. In terms of medical treatment modalities, the main treatments are atropine, pralidoxime, and benzodiazepines. Atropine is indicated as an antidote for all patients as initial therapy, as it is a competitive inhibitor. Pralidoxime is indicated as an antidote for all patients shortly after atropine is given, as it reactivates acetylcholinesterase. And benzodiazepine is indicated for all patients with seizures or fasciculations. In terms of the complications of organophosphate poisoning, the main complications are respiratory failure and seizures. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A 64-year-old man is brought to the emergency department by his wife with a two-hour history of diarrhea and vomiting. He says that he felt fine in the morning, but noticed that he was salivating, sweating, and feeling nauseated on the way home from his work as a landscaper. The diarrhea and vomiting then started about 10 minutes after he got home. His past medical history is significant for depression and drug abuse. His wife says that he has also been more confused lately and is afraid he may have ingested something unusual. Physical exam reveals meiosis, rhinorrhea, wheezing, and tongue fasciculations. Which of the following treatments would most likely be effective for this patient? 1. Ammonium chloride, 2. Atropine, 3. Fomepazole, 4. Naloxone, or 5. Sodium bicarbonate. and the correct answer choice is answer choice two, atropine. This patient with diarrhea, vomiting, sweating, salivation, meiosis, wheezing, and tongue fasciculations most likely experienced organophosphate poisoning and should be treated with atropine. Remember, organophosphates are a class of chemical agents that inhibit acetylcholinesterase, which cause increased acetylcholine activity. These compounds are found in nerve gas, insecticides, and herbicides, among other industrial agents. Poisoning with these agents presents with the dumbbell symptoms that include diarrhea, urination, meiosis, bronchospasm, bradycardia, excitation of systems, lacrimation, sweating, and salivation. The syndrome is usually diagnosed clinically and can be treated with the cholinergic inhibitor atropine. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice one, ammonium chloride, can be used to treat amphetamine overdose. However, overdose on this substance would cause sympathetic overactivation rather than parasympathetic symptoms. Answer choice three, Femepazole can be used to treat patients with methanol or ethylene glycol poisoning. However, these poisons would present with intoxication, kidney stones, and blindness. Answer choice four, naloxone, is used to treat opioid overdose, which can cause meiosis. However, opioid overdose would cause constipation and depressed breathing as opposed to diarrhea and wheezing. And finally, answer choice 5, sodium bicarbonate, can be used to treat tricyclic antidepressant overdose. However, this would present with anticholinergic symptoms as opposed to cholinergic symptoms. In summary, organophosphate poisoning will present with diarrhea, urination, meiosis, bronchospasm, bradycardia, excitation of systems, lacrimation, sweating, and salivation marked by the acronym dumbbells. Next question. A 31-year-old man presents to the emergency department with a one-hour history of nausea, diarrhea, and vomiting. He says that he was working as a farmer harvesting apples when he started experiencing these symptoms. He has no significant past medical history, and social history is significant for alcohol, amphetamine, and opioid use. On presentation, his temperature is 99 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.2 degrees Celsius, blood pressure is 106 over 67 millimeters of mercury, pulse is 48 per minute, and respirations are 20 per minute. Physical exam reveals pinpoint pupils and wheezing in the lung fields bilaterally. Which of the following would be the most effective treatment for this patient? 1 ammonium chloride 2 antivenom 3 naloxone 4 physostigmine or 5 pralidoxime and the correct answer choice is answer choice 5 pralidoxime this patient who presents with nausea vomiting diarrhea hypotension bradycardia, meiosis, and wheezing is most likely suffering from organophosphate poisoning secondary to insecticide exposure. The treatment for organophosphate exposure is atropine and pralidoxime. Remember, organophosphates are organic compounds that are used as herbicides, insecticides, and chemical warfare weapons organophosphates irreversibly inhibit acetylcholinesterase and block the metabolism of acetylcholine, resulting in increased acetylcholine activity. The symptoms associated with this increase in acetylcholine are largely parasympathetic in nature and can be remembered with the acronym DUMBELS, which stands for diarrhea, urination, meiosis, bronchospasm, bradycardia, excitation of systems, lacrimation, sweating, and salivation. Treatment of organophosphate poisoning include atropine, which competitively inhibits muscarinic acetylcholine receptors, and pralidoxime, which detaches the poison from acetylcholinesterase enzymes and reactivates it. Atropine should be given first to all patients with organophosphate poisoning, followed by pralidoxime. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1 ammonium chloride, is the antidote for amphetamine poisoning because it acidifies the urine and promotes urinary excretion of amphetamines. Amphetamine poisoning would present with agitation, tremors, delirium, hypertension, and tachycardia. Answer choice two, antivenom, is the antidote for rattlesnake bites, which may also present with nausea, vomiting, hypotension, and sweating in a farm laborer. The additional constellation of symptoms including meiosis and wheezing, as well as the absence of a bite wound or history of a bite, makes organophosphate exposure more likely. Answer choice three, naloxone, is the antidote for opioid overdose, which may also present with pinpoint pupils and bradycardia. However, the additional anti-muscarinic symptoms such as diarrhea, vomiting, and wheezing are more consistent with organophosphate poisoning. And finally, answer choice four, physostigmine, is an acetylcholinesterase inhibitor that can be used to treat patients who overdose on drugs with anticholinergic effects such as atropine. Physostigmine would make organophosphate poisoning worse because it acts through the same mechanism. In summary, a patient with organophosphate poisoning should be first given the muscarinic acetylcholine receptor antagonist atropine, followed by pralidoxime, which functions by detaching the poison from acetylcholinesterase. And that's all for this review about organophosphate poisoning. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullet Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.